Welcome to When Doc Speaks. I am your host, Doc. Listen, I'm so excited about this week's episode. I am ready for love. Hey, (laughs) I am ready for love. And, you know, based on so many of the conversations that I hear, I get it. You don't want to go on another first date. Like, you're just tired, you're exhausted, and you're really ready for something long-term. You want that long-term love. And, you know, like many people who are single, can't figure out why date after date it isn't working. So you start to wonder, dang it, will this ever pan out? Will this ever pan out? Like, seriously. And so, you know, I get it. You know, you're not sure if you can handle, um, you know, stressing out about the breakups that comes with uh, <laughs> getting into, you know, to, to, to situations with people that it just will not work out with. And, you know, someone that pans out to be someone that you don't even like, you know, that getting to know you phase, evolving, and it's just not a good decision. Or looking at, you know, uh, I know, the dating apps, looking at (laughs) no new notifications, um, you know, they're just not coming in because, you know, you just have set filters and um, you're, you know, selective about who you want to give access to. Um, So, you know, even while you're sitting there, you know, looking for a response, you know, for that to come in. It's just a frustrating process. You know, this is a reality. When it's all said and done, you might be focusing on the wrong person. (laughs) Let me explain. It doesn't seem right to have like this formula when it comes to dating because dating should be organic. It should be fun. You know, it's much more romantic to fall in love effortlessly. But I really want to shed light on some things that will make it more clear for you to find exactly what you're looking for. Um, As many of you know, I am a counselor. I've been doing this for years. And much of what I've done, yes, has been by way of career. But because my passion is in ministry, uh, it carries over into ministry so that I am able to ba- combine both ministry and counseling together by way that's pastoral counseling. Ha <laughs> um, So with those, uh, you know, I love being able to help couples and, you know, married couples like, you know, single individuals trying to seek out this stuff. Like I love healthy relationships, honestly. And so this is a passion of mine to really sit and dig and find research and connect the dots and really shed it in a light that where it can really help. And so that's kind of, you know, what I do. I do deem myself to be a relationship coach. And um, I think that that's very important, especially when you see yourself as an advocate. And so for me, it's for people who's looking for love. You know, I I like to help people to really focus on alignment. You know, how does the person that you're seeking um, aligns with you so that you're not um, deterred off the path by things that will distract you? I often live by a principle that with technology increasing the way that it has, 
a huge part of the things that a lot of singles are struggling with is, of course, you know, these online dating apps and exposure and the increase in the usage thereof. It is a breeding ground for options. But listen to me. Many options is one thing, but so many of those options are simply distractions. So in that space, if you are really, truly intentional about love and you're ready for it, you got to do something a little bit different. (laughs) I am a very observant person. I'm very observant. And... um, Over the course of my career and what I deem to be ministry, not even deem, what what is ministry, um, I literally have had a 90% success rate. And that is something that I'm really proud of when it comes to successes of relationships. And these are people who have been intentional and have made a choice of either um, being in a long-term relationship and or marriage or covenant with each other, okay? Um, I'm going to take you through a process really quickly in this particular podcast because I want to kind of break down uh, a roadmap, um, you know, and break it down into steps. And it's going to be the context that I'm going to give is in alignment to, you know, what you should do before a date, you know, during it. And once you get home, what now? Okay. So this is what we're looking at, what you're going to do before you are on a date, during a date. And then when you get home, okay, what now? And so the only thing that I ask of you, um, as it relates to this advice that I'm giving is that you are honest with yourself, that you are transparent with yourself, please. That's the only thing that I ask you about. This is not any time to worry about what other people have to say about you. This is a you matter. So I want to hold you accountable to yourself. Is that okay? All right. So the first thing that I want you to do is before you go out, okay, you need to define the non-negotiables, you know? Um, You've you've got your dating profile up, you know, maybe your friends are going through uh, their phones looking for prospects. I don't know, they Facebook posts. I don't know what they're doing. They trying to help you out, child. But as much as you hate this process, You know what you need to meet new people if you want to find a relationship. And the reality is, is you have to be committed to the process in order to get there, which means that as much as this is a daunting task, you have to set aside time to be in it to win it, okay? (laughs) So you really need to create, in essence, this non-negotiable checklist for yourself. And this is simply a resource for you to think about what your priority are, you know, in a very proactive way, instead of being reactive based off of what you're experiencing when going out with people, okay? You know, take time to really make this stuff clear to you as far as what is important to you to avoid wasting time 
and you know preventing you with just this uh i'm exhausted and now your process is tainted okay um you know take time you know whether you have your electronic notes that you put things in or um whatever the case may be and just you know check off the top uh three to maybe seven most important qualities that you may have maybe you don't have that many but whatever you have check off at least the top three uh, uh you know non you know uh, negotiables that you may have um that you are looking for right now and just keep in mind that you will choose different you know things every time like as you're going through life because we change right and so and also your goals change in uh, when it comes to dating as well so don't feel you know shameful about anything that is either on there or not on there because sometimes you're having conversations in certain places and you learn something about yourself and so now you need to revise the list and it's okay okay all right so the next thing I want you to do is ask yourself am I picky or am I picky enough you know, if you are too picky, you literally risk being alone, even though you are desperate for connection. But if you are not picky enough, you risk settling for subpar or even unhealthy relationships, which there is nothing wrong with settling. The issue is settling for less than, okay? So I want to help you to find that balance. I want to help you to find the alignment so you are neither alone nor settling for less than, okay? You need to be honest and transparent with yourself and also think about whether you've gotten feedback about this from your family and your friends. And so, um, no worry. I want you to know we're going to come back to this process uh, later on um, because after you've gone on, you know, this particular meetup initially, you want to analyze this, you know, process of what you know to be about, are you, you know, picky, uh, you know, too picky or are you not picky enough? Okay. Um, the next thing that I want you to do is to please take time to put it in your head and in your heart, your list. Your non-negotiables list needs to be in your head and your heart. Me as a believer, it's like reading God's word and I have to put it in my head and my heart. Like, so that when I'm going through something, I can recall it to remembrance, right? These things are value. It's very important. So as you're finishing up and, 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 you know, put, you know, going, getting prepared, you know, take one look at that last, you know, at, at your list and try to really store it in your mind so that it is at the top of your mind while you are meeting this person. It's very, very simple. Now, when you go out, okay, please focus on your person and not yourself. Everyone wants to be liked and desired. So naturally, that is where your mental energy will gravitate. But there is no point in even trying to impress someone who doesn't meet your non-negotiables. Why are you sitting there doing all that when more than likely they don't meet the non-negotiables? This is so important. So please focus on the person that you have chosen to go out with and not yourself. This is going to be a great use of your time. 
you know, as an added perk, you know, people are more attractive when they are confident, right? And so the easiest way to be more confident is to focus on achievable tasks rather than impossible ones. This is something that I believe to be true. It is truly impossible, guys, to be likable by everybody that you come into contact with. It's just it's just not going to happen. Like, you know, sometimes people will see you and the, the genuine connection is just not there. I mean, it happens and it's real and it's okay. But it is a doable process. It is obtainable to get to know someone new. And a huge part of that is focusing on the person that you're out with not you and making sure that they are in alignment with what you deem to be the non-negotiable so that's a huge starting point now also while you're out meeting for the first time listen deeply listen observe please you know i if i could be a fly on the wall lord i would but it is your assignment to figure out whether there is chemistry, but you also need to be looking out for other things. You know, is this person that's sitting before you, are they listening closely to what you're saying? Are they learning from you in the conversation by acknowledging things they don't know? You know, do you see evidence that they are genuinely listening? You have to be on the lookout for this. Um, in order for you to do your analysis later when you get home, right? Are they talking about other people in their lives with respect? That's a big one, you know? Are they the victims? <laughs> you know how people do? You know, pay attention to the nonverbals. Nonverbals matters, guys. You know, are they maintaining eye contact, respecting your physical space? you know, comfortable with silence, like all this stuff really truly matters. Are they displaying an appropriate amount of vulnerability with you? Don't be fooled by, you know, intense self-disclosure that comes out of nowhere because true vulnerability happens slowly and in relation to another person. Now, I know that's a lot to take in, but don't let that, you know, shock you. Just think about what I've just said here for a little bit. And if you need to rewind, you can do that, honey. You got time. This is just a way for you to put your finger on the things you already recognize as red flags. Where we want to recognize red flags, you know what I always say. We cannot ignore the yellow and the green, okay? Because a lot of times people want to focus so much on red, then they don't focus on the yellow. And those yellows can turn to green or they can turn to red. And you know, greens are good. So we, you know, we tend to focus on the negative. One thing I want to point out is don't, oh my God. Whew. Be careful about being overtaken by someone's charm. <laughs> Lord, that energy can be something else, right? And I think that this part right here is one of the most challenging parts because. You know, typically when you go out with someone, they're going to wine and dine you and really put, lay it on thick and tell you how, you know, fabulous you are. 
um, impress you with their strengths and, you know, and then basically they're really hiding parts of themselves, like their flaws. And so they're not really being their transparent self. So a lot of times it requires for us to, you know, continue these outings to get to know a person. So quality time is, it, you know, it definitely is a winner, especially with me. You know, keep your eyes on the prize by observing what's happening as if you were enrolled in and like watching a film. <laughs> you got to pay attention to the details, honey. Here's a true fact. It is easier to stay logical and grounded when you're sober and not having sex. Listen, <laughs> this is why I have been encouraging so many people to number one, Try dry dating because a lot of times it helps with your thinking process when you are sober. Well, I'm going to say not even a lot of time, all the time. And sex complicates things. So until you know what you know, hold out on sex and don't introduce that so fast, right? Now, I'm telling you this because we are holding out for love. We, we're not looking for something casual. You know, we're not looking for a benefit factor. We're looking for and desiring long-term, okay, commitment. And so with this, we got to do the things that's going to get us to the distance. Now, after the date, ask yourself, are you feeling some kind of way, honey? <laughs> now, I don't know about all that butterfly stuff that some people talk about. But my thing is, sometimes you can have... Um, a feeling of this connection and you're like, man, this person really did, did it for me. You know, I understand that when it comes to meeting and hanging out, it's very exciting, or at least it should be, it should be very fun, um, and intuitive. And it just, it, and it, it isn't just about keen, you know, observing, like not just sitting in there observing, but now it's time to really, uh, discern. This is where discernment kicks, kicks in for you. And so then you ask yourself the questions, you know, did you have fun? You know, are you daydreaming about, you know, you guys hanging it out and, and remembering moments in the time? You know, are you looking forward to learning more about them? You know, what is your intuition, your natural instinct telling you um, you know, is it telling you like the feelings is mutual? Like there were some things that you picked up and you know that that person had to be feeling you as much as you felt them. You know, also, you know, is your brain assuming a second date when you're not actively thinking about it? Hello? So again, I, the, the next point that I want to make is revisit your non-negotiables. It's time to go back to the list. Um, were the criteria met? If not, how many? You know, if you classified yourself as too picky, is this person worth a second chance? Okay. If, if you're having picky, like if you haven't been picky enough in the past, note if, if, if you are making excuses for them. Okay. Also go back and look at the bullet points. Um, and, and, and just kind of look back and think back to conversations and try to remember how your date responded. Very important. And then the next important thing that you want to do is decide if you want to do it again. 
which is that's that's the whole point of dating boy meets girl girl likes boy they go out they enjoy have fun and they do it all over again they just keep repeating it and they just land in love so effortlessly because of the investment that they're making in each other and so often at time in this in this dating era so many people are so quick to not be consistent with constant meetings so that you can have those engagements so we can keep repeating the things that feel nice to us so that we can get to you know to get together easy you know one of the biggest dating mistakes people make is to start thinking long term right away you start thinking long term right away like i am not interested in someone coming at me asking me about long-term stuff when i am still trying to get to know you you know like i am i'm one of those people who i'm a woman who like to to build up where you know i hear some people's like i'm not gonna do wifey duties you know on, on girlfriend status and i disagree with that i don't mind showing that i am wife material however there's a measure and it is reserved and so there with with an investment of time and knowing that this person is in alignment with me then i can pull out the stops and hey let me cook dinner for you or do things that's a little bit more intimate because there is a deeper connection and that just doesn't happen with one outing okay so you know the only goal of a first date is to decide decide whether or not you want a second one if this is not about long-term stuff honey no one no matter how much training they may have can teach people how to fall in love it either is gonna happen or it's not and it all depends on you but in order for it to happen you have to trust yourself okay i sincerely hope that everybody that is intentional about the pursuit and the interest find the love and the happiness that they so desire with the person that they want to be with it's really that simple for me all right guys this is this week's episode of when doc speaks i am your host doc and until next time you know what i always say you owe it to yourself so pay what is due